0: The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie,
1: Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. My name is Jason, and as always, I'm with my Canadian buddy, Kevin. Kevin, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Pretty good. I'm... We're at the end of the recording session, and I'm sitting here... Okay, so a couple years ago, Hulu... You guys have Hulu
0: up in Canada, right? No, we do not. You don't? Okay, well, in America... It, Hulu's it... one of those things that you, uh, like you, you'll hear stuff on the internet. Like, oh, a new show coming out to Hulu. And then they're like, well, i got to figure out how to watch it in Canada. Cause sometimes they just don't come. They come on different networks. Sometimes they come late. Uh, Hulu is a source of, of frustration for us Canadians. Interesting. Uh, Get a VPN. While we have Netflix, we don't have... And we have Prime Video and we have Disney Plus. We don't have Hulu. Gotcha.
1: Well, I uh, I, I watched this show a couple of years ago and it came out. They released. It's a can, It's a Canadian show, and uh, they put out the first two seasons on Hulu. And I watched those, but then there was nothing else to watch, so I kind of lost track of it. But apparently now there are like seven or eight seasons on Hulu, and I I need. I'm a completionist, so if I'm watching a TV show and I watched two, sh- so okay, example Mad Men, the show Mad Men, loved it when it was on but somewhere along the line I got distracted when a season was coming out and I didn't watch it. So now I can't re- I want to make sure I'm remembering everything that happened, so I need to go back and watch 6 seasons in order to watch that final 7th season. So I need to go back and watch these first 2 seasons of Letterkenny and since you're Canadian, Letterkenny. Yeah. Since you're uh since you're a Canadian, I'm wondering I remember the show, I remember being funny. I don't remember a lot of details, so I have to go back and rewatch those. Going to start tonight. What, as a Canadian, is your opinion of Letterkenny? I know that...
0: So, I am shocked right now. I am shocked to my core to hear you say the words, the word, Letterkenny. Why? Now, because it's just, I I assumed Americans didn't know what it was. Oh, no, everybody Um, loves it 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 seems like Canadian television uh, are are two things. It is um, Trailer Park Boys, which Americans all seem to know about. Uh, which is a classic Canadian comedy. Have you seen Trailer Perk Boys? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, classic comedy. Uh, the originator, well, maybe not the original originator, but I think when we talk about the successful show, mockumentary shows like The Office and Parks and Rec and stuff like that, they all owe a debt of gratitude to Trailer Perk Boys. Um and the other show is Shit's Creek, which a lot of people in America seem to not even realize. No, no, Canadian. man.
1: Everybody loves that one, too. And my wife yeah. has watched it three times, like the entire series, like three times.
0: Yeah. Loves. So this is the golden age of Canadian comedy we're living in right now. There's also um, Kim's Convenience, which is. It's um, uh, on Netflix. Uh, yeah. And it, 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 it so um, Shit's Creek and Kim's Convenience are both CBC comedies. CBC is like the Canadian equivalent of like the BBC or mm-hmm. something like that. Um and uh so we're living in the golden age of Canadian comedy. To me, the the best Canadian comedy show is Letter Kenny. Uh that show just you 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 can't you gotta pay attention. It goes so fast, and you know what? It helps to watch the episodes twice because you're gonna pick up on jokes that you totally miss the first time because they talk so fast and they 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 have abbreviate words so so uh often that you're not going to fully understand things until you get used to the way they talk uh with their thick rural ontario accent um uh but it definitely uh is a show that's beloved um it's a show like i grew up in a rural area i know hockey players i know hicks and i know skids uh and they they amp it up for television for sure uh uh, cause characters it's fictional but like i i i know people that i know hockey players that talk like those hockey players the guys in the jeep right yeah the guys in the jeep so what are the, they doing
1: at the beginning of the show where they're just rambling off a bunch of terms like i i remember that uh, well
0: they the, some of the episodes start off and they go alphabetically through much like we're going through alphabetically with wilco catalog um they'll they'll talk about they'll have some joke they, they do that in a, a lot of episodes where they'll um uh, have like a, a joke or a story or something like that um alphabetic i can't remember in the first episode uh, exactly what that is what they're referencing uh, off the top of my head i would have to go back and rewatch it but well, i'll um, find out tonight because i'm going to start the like, i guess it. the the thinking on on uh that was y- you have these farmers that spend so much time alone out in the uh fields and they have nothing but their thoughts so that they they get clever. They they think about things that are really clever, and you, you hear that in their dialogue. Hmm. Jared Kiso, who who stars in the show, who created the show, uh, had a, talked about that in an interview, I think on CBC on Q, uh, which Wilco has been on, um, and he explained it much better than I did. But uh, yes, I'm glad you know what Letterkenny is. There's eight seasons. They're, they do about two two is two a year, um, so you should uh, catch up now.
1: I'm going to do it tonight. I'm going to start. Uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about tonight, Kevin. We're here to talk about. Oh,
0: yeah. This is not a Letter Kenny podcast.
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll follow this podcast up with an alphabetical Letter Kenny podcast. Alphabet- I love it. I'm in. Um, Dynamite My Soul, a beautiful little song off of being there. Uh, makes me think of this, the movie Watchmen. I'll tell you why. Because at the beginning of the Watchmen movie, they have that Bob Dylan song that plays over. Uh,
0: uh, it's it's
1: the times are changing times are changing yeah it, it plays over the opening of the movie and this really reminds me of a bob dylan's song so it always makes me think of whenever i hear this song it makes me think of the beginning of watchmen uh what do you want to tell us about this song kevin
0: well it's actually not from being there it's a being there right okay i'm sorry you're right yeah my bad that's from the deluxe edition come on man i'm a failure um i know uh and yeah it, it is um um one of Jeff's early attempts at creating a kind of folky old sounding song. He did that previous to this on uh, some of the uncle Tupelo records, definitely on the third uncle Tupelo record, uh, the March record. Um, uh, This is one of his earlier attempts with Wilco. Um, I think he would, um, to me, this song kind of reminds me, I don't know how familiar you are with golden smog, but there's a golden smog song that Jeff wrote called please tell my brother um and this song kind of sounds like a a prototype version of please tell my brother i would say please tell my brother is a stronger song um but i think and and, and, you know older jeff uh i mean this is still 15 years ago almost 20 years ago uh did songs like bob dylan's 49th beard uh which i would say is in the same vein as this song kind of folky old timey uh but still modern um jeff songs
1: well, before we jump into it, I just want to remind everybody to please go to their favorite podcatcher that they listen to the show on and leave us a rating and review. It helps us get found. It helps us grow the show. And that's what we're looking to do in these early days of the show. But So by the time that we uh, hit 200, we have a real strong audience that I can kind of share this podcast and we can move on to something else after we're done doing Wilco. We, we already, we're already brainstorming ideas. So please go to your podcatcher leave a rating and review and help us get found. Let's jump in the song, Kev. <laughs> short little song too how long is it about two minutes i think two minutes, yeah. yeah about two Don't ten
0: cry for me now, and my soul. so you know yeah him singing about uh sisters and brothers gutters, definitely um blown in the wind the times are changing uh changing uh definitely is uh sort of along those lines for sure i, I can definitely hear some an attempt at writing a, a classic bob dylan song yeah
1: like a protest song from back in the 60s yeah That's exactly what it sounds like
0: yeah uh you know bob dylan would describe the songs as uh finger-pointing songs uh um or at least in the movie i'm not there uh he, i think cate Blanchett's version of bob dylan refers to songs as finger pointing songs now that i say that aloud i don't know if bob dylan ever did but i think that's a good way to describe bob dylan's early songs i don't know who i don't think he's pointing a finger at anyone in the song it seems to be lyrically more personal than uh um, you know blown in the wind or the times are changing uh, um, definitely in um uh, guitar uh vocals melody and, and style it's uh Sounds very much like uh well, nineteen sixty two The Freewheel and Bob Dylan, that era of Dylan. Soul. watch it rise above the trees and the gutters. Up where it falls. No chorus.
1: No, just But notice how it doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much more Four verses. Yeah, it's pretty much uh just like um deeper down you know but it doesn't stop and like have that full yeah. stop and it's much shorter so it doesn't have time yeah. to do eight times but yeah man beautiful
0: song i mean that's a and and a strong we've done a few solo early jeff songs um childlike and evergreen come comes to mind uh, i think of um you know the small collection we have of, of early acoustic jeff songs this might be the strongest. Uh, and honestly, every time I listen to it, the more I like it. Uh, this this morning when I listen to it, I listen to it once or twice. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. And now I let listening listen to it uh, you know, at uh, 8 o'clock at night with the sun setting. Uh, it, it's hitting me in a different way, which I appreciate. Yeah.
1: And, you know, you just mentioned that we have already done a couple of Jeff's. It's
0: Wilco songs, but they're Jeff's songs. Now, they're credited to Wilco, but it, it's Jeff's songs. Yeah,
1: I, I kind of view Wilco, and this is – probably not fair. Um but I kind of view Wilco as it's Jeff Tweedy's band. It's Jeff Twe it's a Jeff Tweedy record, but the band members are indispensable parts. They're not like a studio band. They're an indispensable part of what Jeff Tweedy wants to deliver on a Wilco record.
0: There is that me- there's a meme, oh, I don't know how many years ago, now at least 5 years ago now, is a uh picture of Wilco and uh, on uh, as a band uh, like a like a press photo and you know jeff tweedy's in the middle and then it goes to nels klein and it says hired gun and it goes to michael jorgensen and glenn Cochi and uh pat Sanson, and uh and they're all uh, hired hired guns and it goes to john and it says long time hired gun um which i don't know if that's necessarily fair i think the um uh you know the, the I, I like Jeff solo material i like um warm and warmer and uh, love is the King and, and uh, the Sucre records and all that stuff. But there's still something special about, um, you know, whether it's in the modern era, those six guys being together in a room, mm-hmm. or, you know, in this era, um, uh, being there, Wilco would have been, you know, the those five guys, be, uh, five almost completely different guys uh, being in the room together. It's still something special about uh, a band staying together. But that said, um, I love... Um, uh, these, you know, early one-off in this point of, in this era, it was a novelty to hear Jeff do something just by himself.
1: Yeah, um, and I and, you know what I think is really respectful of him is that even though I would say for uh, most bands, like a normal band, they uh, it would be kind of weird for there to be so many solo songs from just the lead singer. That always comes off as like a weird thing to me, but uh, it doesn't come off weird here, but he has the respect for the other band members to recognize hey this batch of songs i'm writing aren't really wilco songs so he he recognized what wilco is well, supposed to sound like and what those other guys bring to the table to where he does do those side projects so that he
0: yeah and i mean this this wasn't this was a song um that took 20 years to come out as well right um where most uh of the album tracks uh you don't have another even a song like normal american kids nels is still playing on it um uh, it seems like when they're on the album tracks, there is an effort to include the whole band. Obviously, that changes depending on the eras. Summer Teeth uh, it has a lot of just Jeff and Jay together uh, playing all the instruments, but um, uh, definitely in this era, you, you know, there, it sounds to me like there's an effort to keep uh, all the band um, represented for the most part. Yeah. But when they're when they do do a song where it's just solo Jeff, um, it, it doesn't feel like a slight. At, against the rest of the band. Yeah. I think they've got there's a, a lot really of good dynamic.
1: There. I think, I think Wilco is a real healthy band and the, I think they all feel, I, I, I get to pride that it's a, it's a healthy environment of a band because yeah, I mean, look, like
0: fuck. yeah. And look, when was the last time there's a change in the lineup? Uh, 2004, I came in as a fan. Um, and I don't know, maybe that lineup hadn't been solidified yet, but by the time I was a hardcore fan later in 2004, um, there had never been a lineup change. I've never seen the lineup change in my, uh, experiences Wilco. And I'm sure a lot of fans are the same way. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, a little outside of, uh, this song, uh, there was definitely some lineup changes after the song came out. Um, but, uh, modern Wilco, um, definitely there seems to be, uh, some respect. 16 years. Um, 16 years. Uh, well, no 17 years, uh, 2021 right now. Um, uh, and, that's true. and if anything major happened in the past few months that we're not addressing... Uh, we're just distraught and we can't talk much. about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now, the other thing I want to mention about this song is uh, during the coronavirus pandemic, uh, Jeff did... Uh, it's still do, go, doing, I don't know, uh, is uh, um, Jeff did uh, almost daily. Originally it was daily and then eventually it ended up being four days a week um, live streams with his family called The Tweety Show on Instagram. Um, and you can find all those archived on uh, on Instagram and on YouTube. Uh, and they're worth watching if, you, if you're looking for, for uh, some content to get you through the workday. On his birthday, this was the song Jeff chose to play for himself. That has to mean something. You're Jeff Tweedy. You've written 300 songs, maybe, and it's your birthday. You can play any song you want, and you pick an outtake from 1996. Very interesting. I would love to know why.
1: Jeff, if you're listening, please call and let us know. Uh, Do you have any more thoughts on the lyrics, Kevin, or do you think we've already gone through them? Uh,
0: No, I think it's, it's, uh, it's fairly straightforward. It's four verses. Um, you hear, uh, he, he, asks for his soul to be dynamited, uh, a few times. I'm not quite sure what that, I guess, blow up his soul. Not quite sure where he's coming from with that. Um, but it, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, four, um, verses where, it, you know, feels a little old timey. Don't cry for me now, sisters and brothers, dynamite my soul. Watch it rise above the trees and the gutters. Step not where it falls. Um, some, some early poetry there from a young Jeff Tweedy. Well,
1: if you guys want to call and leave your thoughts on this show or any future episodes or just any episode in our timeline, we'll, we're going to find ways to start playing those. Uh, all the information can be found at abcwilco.com. How to follow us, how to find us, how to listen to us, how to leave us a rating and review, which like we asked you to do earlier in the show, you can find Kevin on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best. You can also find me, my artwork, at hessesbest.com, where you can purchase some if you use the code ABCWilco. It'll give you 20% off, I believe, is the percentage that I have set there, but it's been a while since I've looked at it. But go check it out. You'll you'll find out what the percentage is. I believe it's 20, though. Um, Until next time, just remember, every little thing is going to tear you apart.